This podcast is rated F for fuck your feelings. If you're a tender dick bitch, please ask your legal guardian for permission. Names have been changed to save persons involved from savagery. I seen your girl post a bill. So I hit her in the deal. All eyes, yeah, I see him. Yeah, that's your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the deal. Welcome to another episode of Concon with Ron. Today, I got my guest is my cousin, Jennifer. What's up, Jennifer? Hey. That's two gens in a row, two weeks in a row. So, you know, the Jennifers are popping, apparently. Hey. So, we're going to be talking about social media, networking, how to make money off of that, and your experiences with that, and some of the dumb shit that people do, excessive, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, as uh, every guest usually does, you know, I bring the con con. What you bring to the table? Hmm... Let me see. I have to be different. I'm going to bring you some Colombian empanadas. Don't well, look at me like so that. Co- like racist. That's, you're no, part Dominican too, okay, you Okay, know. but I want to be different. You bring in the Dominican, I bring the Colombian. Oh, orale. I, that was really? the Mexican. I brought the tequila too, okay? So, all right, fine. Tequila's good. I do like tequila. Mm-hmm. So, you have um a lot of experience with social media. Yes. You definitely have way more followers than I do. <laughs> Especially a lot of thirsty ass dudes, but you know that's just me making a you know little pick at it. <clears throat> of course. But um, I remember back in the day, I, you stopped recently, but you used to like do like party promotions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you also did music <clears throat> videos, and you were on um, you used to do photography with people, that kind of stuff, like modeling. I actually have a photo shoot today at five. That's that's great. <laughs> I, I, I I didn't know that. Are you getting paid or are you just... No, it's just for fun. I like doing it for fun. So is it like photographers contact you or just like... Yeah, like people I know that, you know, they want to get their portfolio out there. And they're like, so... let me get a picture of Jen. Yup. I'm just saying. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, apparently you're keeping busy. Like, yeah. so obviously you've been able to make money and network. Like, what do you recommend for a person like a, a chick or even a dude that wants to come up and do that? Like, what do you recommend is a good thing they should do to start that when they want to build their network? Well, let me see. I started about when I was 17. I started promoting around Mm -hmm. there. 17, 18. I don't know. I just started going to clubs. You start speaking to people, the people that work there. Like, hey, like, how do you get involved? I want to get involved. Yeah. So that's pretty much how I started. Um, I started, like, as the door girl at Rumor 35. You know, and then you just go up and up from there. Do you remember that time we went clubbing together and you got so mad because since you walked in with me, all the guys were scared to ask you to dance? You were my dance partner that night. <laughs> I didn't dance. That's, that's why you were mad. <laughs> so, okay. So you worked at a couple different places and you definitely did with promoters and you did flyers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So is it? do you think it's really hard to get into that or is it really based on your personality and how yeah. good you are selling yourself? I think you ha- you have to really be a people person. You have to know a lot of people because you can post a flyer if you have <clears throat> if you have like a hundred followers, you're not gonna get anything. You're not gonna make no money. You have to like do what you can to promote yourself to mm-hmm. make everyone you know want to come okay. sell sell them something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, with time you get there, but you have to really want it. So obviously, one of the main things to do is like whichever parties or promotions you're associated with, they have to be popping. Mm-hmm. And you definitely have to be able to um, 
get word of mouth because a lot of it is based on word of mouth because yeah. not too many people actually repost your shit as much as mm-hmm. they just like oh yo i'm going to jennifer's party this person's gonna be there i'm going here because you definitely invited me to a lot of shit that i just didn't want to go to because i was always working yeah but a lot of people that i see sometimes they um especially like people that do comedy and stuff like that they tend to when they get a promotion with something it tends to cause issues with people that like regular followers that people just follow them for stuff like that. Like, how did you deal with that when you were like, cause that was like every Friday or Thursday or some shit like that. You had to put something up, especially when you were mm-hmm. in a So how did you deal with that? Cause I know people were like, why the fuck you keep putting this up? Oh my God. Some people were very annoyed by it. I mean, some people even would unfollow me back in the day. I'm making my money, so I don't care whether they like it or not. I'm mm. still going to post it. But, um, I remember one time when I was working at Rumor, I would actually go to my manager's house and promote from his computer on people's Facebooks. Mm-hmm. And you would literally have to post on like on a thousand pages sharing the flyer. And it was annoying, mm-hmm. but it got people to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it packed up those clubs. Yeah, it made yeah. the money. But, I mean, it is annoying when you're constantly posting it. But if you want to get people's attention, that's like really the only way. Mm-hmm. And it really is like having a sec- a job. It really is. It's legitimately a job. No, it is. When I when I um was working at my manager's house, like I was getting paid hourly for doing that. Like mm-hmm. it was a, a legit job. Word. So... It was great. So you ever, what what kind of celebrities have you worked with? Like, I know you work with a lot of Spanish artists, reggaetons and that kind of stuff. But what else have you worked with? Like- um, For like Spanish artists, uh, El Mayor, Don Miguelo, um, Zion and Lennox, Chris Brown and um, Trey Songs went mm-hmm. once. Um, Joe Vera's been to Rumor. <laughs> um... Mozart, Black Point, it's been a lot of artists. Okay, yeah, definitely. Meli Mel, yeah, it's been a lot. I can't even. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. So what about when, when it, how did you feel? start feeling comfortable, like, taking pictures and stuff like that? Because you've been on flyers. Mm-hmm. And you, like you said earlier, you, you've been on people's profiles for modeling pictures, photographers and stuff like that. What do you recommend to somebody who doesn't feel comfortable doing that when they really like you know a lot of people have low self-esteem and they don't they don't realize how good they look or what potential they have just in selling their per- self as a person what do you recommend to women and even some dudes can take from this to really like sell yourself and appreciate yourself for me it's just always been trying to find your comfort zone mm-hmm. pretty much like when it comes to photography i'm very shy like obviously people you know i'm crazy but like when it comes to photo shoots mm-hmm. i don't like being around people <clears throat> really yeah like i don't like shooting in the open areas where there's a lot of people okay. i like to be by myself and then after i'm i start we start taking pictures and i get used to it, like all right let's go out there like you just have to find your comfort zone and then so a lot of these photo shoots that you do i noticed like some of them will be in like woods and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff you do that because you don't want people around it is it because oh, no, it breaks those, your concentration those are like thing? specific shoots that they want to do mm-hmm. So you wouldn't feel comfortable if they put you, like, for example, like, I've seen they've done pictures, like, where somebody will be standing in the middle of a crowd. Yeah, you wouldn't no. be. Is it because you lack the concentration? Because you know how you guys, models, you have to make, like, these faces. Yes, like, and then everyone just Like, there, they'd be like, look at me like you look at a tuna at you. Yeah. Pretend I'm a sandwich, and you gotta be like. Oh. Or people stopping, like, oh, let me, let me, let me take a picture of her. Oh, Snapchat. my God. Like, nah. I just, I, that was never my thing. I like to always be kind of, like. Solo dolo. Okay. So what kind of photo shoots have you done? Have you done any for cars or stuff like that? Or just no. regular photography? Just type? regular. Like Okay, like scenery type things? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever done photography yourself where you take pictures? 
With my phone. Just your, you know, <laughs> I Trust me, I know. Lord, do I know. Yeah. I mean, if I had a camera, I'd be taking pictures all the time. Oh, my God. Do you remember that trip we took to New York? Where we were driving through Times Square? Where we almost died? Yeah. We did not almost die. No, we did. Okay, first of all, it was raining and New York, they don't clean the oil off the road. You know that wasn't my we fault. We almost died. We did not. We we, we did not. We almost died. We did. But I remember you and your camera. You were there. What? Everywhere. I still have me and my camera. There's like eighty thousand selfies of you from that day. I know you can't lose them. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that was um. That was matter of fact. That was the summer that Pepe was hot. Right? Oh Pepe, my god, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. There's a video you recorded while I'm driving singing that song, and I get so dizzy because you're like. <laughs> Oh, those are good times. But do you think that a person who can sit there and take that and run with it, do you think they can make successful in this day and age with the... Because social media is such a big thing. Like, it's even a major part of the presidential race. Yeah. Like, the fact that they constantly mention how Donald Trump will get mad off a tweet. Like, you would have told me that when I was young. Like, yo, our president is going to be set off by a tweet. Yeah, what the fuck crazy. is a tweet? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what social media do you use now, first off? Um, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you're... The norm. The norm. Okay. And for someone coming up in our area, what are some of the clubs that you think they should start off to go speak to the promoters? And how hard do you think it is for them to speak to a promoter? It's not Let- hard at all. I'll tell you that. And how just you... quick slide in the DMs. Hey, I'm trying to promote. Like they're always open to bringing more people in. Mm-hmm. That's, they, they that's like a fact. A that's a fact. Whatever they can do to make their money come in more, like you know. But um, I would say like right now, what's in is barcode and Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. <laughs> God damn it, Elizabeth! <laughs> I can't stay. Have it. you seen those vines? Yes, yes. Bruh, yes. go to the McDonald's and be like, "Can I get an Elizabeth a nuggets yeah. with a small fry?" Um, yeah, so that is, it's really what's good. And I would say the biggest clubs are in New York. They're the ones that make the most money. Did you ever do any promotion, like, like serious promotion in New York? Because I know you did a lot of our area, Amboy, obviously, and that. But were you really predominantly in New York, or is that really hard to break into? Well, because it's just too far. I never wanted to go out there. But, like, occasionally I would. But I did promote there before. Mm -hmm. But, um, that's pretty much where the money is. Those are the popping clubs. Yeah, I can see that. I want to first of all now that now that we brought up the city, I want to take a moment to shout out Brooklyn and the Bronx. They're yo, they're some of my most consistent listeners are from there. So shout out to them. So far, the podcast has been played in Brazil, the Netherlands, the UK. Like we're making moves out here. I want to thank everybody for the support and always constantly promoting me. And uh, I'll, later on, I'm going to shout out a couple of podcasts that I've been listening to. There's a lot of good stuff out there that definitely people need to check out. So that's kind of one of the reasons, too, that I wanted to bring you on is because I noticed that the success, the best way successfully to do things like this, podcasting, club promoting, being a photographer, that kind of thing, is your ability to work with other people. Mm-hmm. Like with this podcast, yes, this is my project. It's a project of love. But I have people not only that listen to it, on a weekly basis, every week, and I get a phone call, and we have a minimum like half hour conversation about it. Okay, this is what I liked. This is what I didn't like. This is what you could do different. You should do this to change your um, 
change this. This is too much like this person. Why did, you know, this person was like that, especially a lot of critique. Some of it is like, you know, hate because, you know, on other people. And some of it is genuinely good, you know, mm-hmm. criticism. And I feel like when you're trying to be productive and you're trying to make make it places, the best thing you have to be able to do, first of all, is give and accept criticism. And I love and take all criticism. So, you know, all you guys that call me, text me, email me, everything. Thank you so much. Do not stop doing that. But um, what do you think is the hardest thing that would make somebody give up when they're doing that? Like, what's the hardest thing about that? Like everybody, you know how they say in running, when you're a runner, mm-hmm. you hit that wall where your body won't move and you can't, you have to get past that wall. What happens when somebody hits that wall when they're networking and trying to build a network? I just think you have to find a way to get across that wall. You have mm-hmm. to keep pushing. Because when it comes to promoting, there are going to be weeks where you barely make anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about who's DJing, what are they going to have at the club, is there going to be a performer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been weeks that I'm like, all right, I'm, this is not for me anymore. Like, clearly there's no money. Then there's a week that you make triple than what you would have made, you know? So it's Definitely. pretty much what is going to be at the club that is going to catch everyone's attention. Okay. One of the things that I notice is like the podcast, just in mind in general, there's a lot of people that are podcasters and they promote each other and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a community. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that, like, for example, when you used to put stuff, there were designated people that I follow that are your friends or family of ours that would actually repost your things. And then there was people that wouldn't post a goddamn thing. And as a matter of fact, would get annoyed. Like you said, they would follow you. Like, how do you handle that when you think, like, for example, you have a friend Mm -hmm. or somebody you consider a a close friend, not an associate, like an actual friend, and they don't help you promote what you're trying to do? Yes, Angel snores. Um, How do you deal with that? Do you call them out on it? You just say, fuck it and keep it moving? Like, because I know there was plenty of times I'm sure you were frustrated. I'm probably sure at one point you might have even asked me to promote you. And I was like, no, go away. Yeah. I mean, honestly... It never really bothered me because I know some people that's not their type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I can't force them Yeah. as long as they go and show me love, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, but there are people that would ha- actually that, like one of my girls, Rosaidis, she's, you know, very known on, on Instagram. She has like a lot of followers. So I will I ask her, her. Sounds familiar. I don't know. But I would always ask her like, oh, can you post this flyer for me? And she would get like everybody on there you know what i mean whenever there's like artists i'll ask her like sell these tickets for me help me and she was always a big help okay so it's yeah so have you ever gotten your hands in anything else besides promoting have you ever threw a party completely funded by yourself my no i was gonna say my sweet 16 oh of course (laughs) you were gonna bring that up because of course you were no um no no Mm -mm. but so your your birthday's coming up Yes, Shout in 13 days, the big 23. <laughs> so you were saying you were speaking to Tamara. She's got a party upcoming. Yes, she has a Halloween party, Tamara. She is brand new, underscore X3, I believe. If I got it wrong, I'm sorry. But she's throwing a Halloween party October 29. Hit up Ronald for the details. Why you gotta hit me up for? I'm not involved in this. Because I don't know the people from the podcast. They're gonna come to you. You're gonna get tagged in the episode, so y'all could DM Jennifer all y'all want. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <Jeff>. <laughs> but yeah, her she's having a Halloween party, okay. house party, but it's it's gonna be a situation. So what about so for you? What are you birthday. doing for yourself? Um, 
Because I know you're planning something. You always are. Actually, this year I'm planning to lay low. Really? Because yeah. you're turning the big 23. You know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm pretty much just Tamara's party. And then um, Jeff is going to take me out to dinner. Like the following weekend. Mm. By the water. That is so gay. That's cute. It is so gay. It's cute. Is he going to bring you a teddy bear? Maybe. He should buy you a pet monkey. You know, I used to have one in Colombia. You did not have a pet monkey. Yeah, you can ask my dad. You had You had a pet monkey. Who has a pet monkey? Like, I was joking. Yeah. Do you have a pet monkey? I llama? have pictures at home. No. You can ask Tamara. Tamara saw your pet monkey. No. A llama. You had a pet llama. I'll anyway, tell you the joke later. Any- Forget it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Lord Jesus. I-, I can't with you. So, how many followers do you have right now on Instagram? Do you, off the top of your head, do you remember? It's just... Like three thousand something. Oh, that's really not just three thousand. No, trust me, that's not a lot compared to like the things I've seen. Like, yeah, I it's know. just there's some people on that I don't even like personally, and they got like fucking like three, four, seven thousand. I'm like, how do human beings like you this much? I know. I don't like I looking know. at you, and I've known you for years. Yeah, I've definitely unfollowed people because. So, one of the things that I wanted to ask you too is what about. What do you think about social media etiquette? Like, do you think some people go too far with certain things? Like, especially if you're trying to build networking, if you're trying to use this as a business, what do you think that some of the biggest mistakes people make with that? Especially when social media is basically your bread and butter. Um, I would say like, and the promoting like stuff, let's say this person was at this club and it didn't work out for them. Then they're posting it on social media, like F this club, like start trash talking that club then other you want to come to a new club we're gonna see what you used to do you know what i mean that's just like the biggest so try not to be bitter is what you're saying yeah keep it to yourself Mm. a lot of people i think they put too much shit out there especially when they're unhappy with something yeah like um you remember when i went down to florida Mm -hmm. and i got did you know i got stuck in florida because of what you didn't see you don't even care that's horrible. Around, I think because of the weather, right? No, no, not because of the weather. That's the other idiots I went to. I'm not going because I got yelled at by both of them for that. Anyway, I went down there and then Delta had like a whole computer crash. So I was stuck in Florida for like six, seven hours longer than I was supposed to because they didn't get the flight manifest. They couldn't get the plane fuel because everything is done through the computer. That's crazy. It is. So when you went on social media... People were trashing Delta I can so bad. I can imagine. And the funny thing is that I'm sure that no employees could say anything because they would get themselves mm-hmm. fired. And it's really funny because people make all those memes all the time. <laughs> it said, uh, you tweeted uh, five days ago, fuck this job. I'm just here for the money. It's like a lot of people yeah, don't realize that. So, like, what do you say when to people that are going to get into this type of business where networking is going to become part of their their financial gain. What do you think they should do with their social media? Don't first off don't post anything that can get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. So Like what? Just give some examples besides posting smoking. That's the biggest. Drinking and driving. Yeah. That's in a Snapchat, but <laughs> that's for the Snapchat. <laughs> well, not drinking and driving. I don't condone that at all. I don't condone Uber, anything. Uber everywhere. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Uber is like taking um, over the world. But yeah, I would just always watch what you post. Anything that can get you in trouble. Um, I would say yeah, definitely the smoking. Um, 
I've seen people posting when they vandalize cars or do stupid shit like that. I've seen it. That's just dumb. I hate when people put up personal conversations, like the screenshots. Like, I know, like, everybody at one point or another has a screenshot of a conversation with somebody that could either ruin their life or ruin their relationships, i.e. nudes, things people have said, like, oh, fuck this, fuck that, that Mm -hmm. type of shit. So, I actually was noticing that I work in a corporate environment. So, a lot of times they have bulletin boards and shit like that. And then also, when you go to, like, different um, areas, they have flyers up, Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. One of the things I was looking up is like, oh, you know, when you're trying to get into a, a corporate job, clean up your social media. Have you ever done classes where they teach you how to get into a job field, how to net, basically how to network, which is what we're talking about now? There was a guy, and I didn't even believe the story because he kept the email mm-hmm. as a, um, for reference. So the guy was putting emails he was overqualified for all the jobs he was applying for and then the guy came to the teacher and was like i don't understand why i'm not getting these jobs so he's like okay well let me get your email and the guy's like booty smasher one two, oh three. my god and the guy was like i'm sorry say that again he's like booty smasher one two three he's like you applied to be the vice president of this company and your email is booty smasher <laughs> yeah i just changed my email recently too. i mean i still have my old email mm-hmm. but for work i use my new one okay they always say like one of the tips they give is like you know use your name and last name don't use your age like your year don't give away too much everybody does that you know and it's like a lot of people put their last name underscore their first name uh, one of my ex-bosses, he used, to, he used to put his name and what his profession was. So it was like Jim. Mine was my where, Instagram name. Warehouse meant Jen Pow Pow. No, Sweet Jen. Oh, Sweet Jen. My bad. You've gone through Instagram phases. What, where did the Pow Wow come from? Pow Pow. I don't even remember. It was just something in high school where like people would always just say, you know how Spanish people would be like Pow Pow? Like, I don't know. And my friends used to always say it to me. And then I just added it to my Facebook name. But I actually took it off. Because, you know. It's kind of like you seen that meme that I saw the other day. It was like, bitches would go to the gym for like two days talking about fit. Right? Like, I lost mad weight. Bitch, you still a whore. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh my God, stop. Um, I I remember my Hotmail one was like Dominican and Colombian chick. One, two, three. Like, hella numbers. Bruh. The MSN days. Oh my God. Do you remember remember High Five? Oh my God. Or, um. What was your first social media? Um, was it MySpace? Yes. It wasn't Mi Gente? Oh my God, yes. I had a Mi Gente. Mine was Mi Gente. Mi Gente, I had MySpace. I actually had Aim. Black Planet. I never had that. Was it black, or is it Black People Meet? I had High Five. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how all these things are like out now. It's like every week there's a new one. I actually still check my MySpace from time to time, like once a you year. You actually get hit up on it? No. I but I like to look at the old pictures I used to post. Mad embarrassing. Like, Bruh, like where remember, were my real friends? How did you let me post this? I remember you used to put up those pictures with all with the, the With the little glitters. creations. <laughs> like, Jennifer, with your with your MySpace, like, number. You know how yes. when, you, when you go to their page, it's by, like, a number. Mm-hmm. I used to always have it as a barcode on my pictures. <laughs> I swore. The one thing I did, I did love about the MySpace days was how creative. Yes, and the music. Yo, the music will go with the moon. The page, 
So you did, feeling sad? You put some sad music on your MySpace? Yes, people. And then, <laughs> did you used to have a whole playlist? I used and to have also, a whole... Oh my God, do you remember when they hack your page? Like, hacked by, and they write a little paragraph about you. Dude. Bro, I went all out when it came to MySpace. MySpace was so bad that I remember when um, the the way they used to get your password is like you would try to enter it, and then it would wire you to another page. I don't know if you remember this. And then mm-hmm. it, the only way to tell that it wasn't the real MySpace is you it's look at the, the URL. And then people were getting left and right. And I remember people would be mad. Like, dude, why are you commenting me like I should buy boxer shorts from this website? I'm a grown man. Why are you telling me where to buy boxers from? And I'm like, I'm not telling you that shit. And then I would look and it. And then it was like a whole big thing. And you had to change your uh, your password. And it happened all the time. But I always remember because like, a guy used to... He, he passed away recently, but I used to be uh, friends with him. Shout out to Mike. He uh, always used to make fun of me because my MySpace page was the Hulk. I and then I would have the toughest song. And then you see a picture of me and my poodle. And you're like, <laughs> and he was like, how is it you have the t- one of the toughest superheroes, you have rock music on, and you're holding a little fluffy dog? And I said, because I can be tough and adorable at the same time. Gosh. Do you remember your top five and everyone would fight to be on your top? Like, like, why is she before me? Like... Dude, mm. <laughs> yo, how many people w- you would call like, yo, yo like so, I should be number one. Like, why is this person there? Why am I not there? I'd be like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. My top five was always my brother, Breezy, Eric, Ricky, and Jonathan. I cannot remember Jen. She was always in my top. And Stephanie. Yes, and Stephanie, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's putting some some silly shit on on uh, Instagram, but now she puts up how to work out every time. She's I... awesome. When it comes to working out, she's awesome. Yeah, and like every meal time planning... I see Stephanie on on my Instagram, I feel like I need to do a push up. Me too. So I put my phone down. I attempt to do a push up, and, and it just then doesn't work out. It doesn't work out, and a part of me wants to DM I her like, "Fuck like you, five. I feel fat." So you know, just shout out to Stephanie. no. She's great motivation, mm-hmm. and she has she has done a like big change. Yeah, she's very... she be doing the meal prep. She does I, it like you, you have, you have to spread. add her on Snapchat. She will meal prep for Snapchat. Like she will like just keep recording and recording and recording. Like add this, add that, and voila. Wow, that was too vivid even for me. <laughs> so, holy shit, she does that. Does she no. make a business out of it? She, I know there was like someone that asked her like if if she can meal she prep could, for them and she charged them. I get I get fucking. <laughs> I get requested. I, I kind of feel like, like I don't know, is it because I'm fat? Because I keep getting requested by these Nutrisystem people. Yeah. And I'm like, do they look at my profile pic and be like, yeah, oh, this fat nigga needs to lose weight. You. It's like, oh, this fat bastard is probably, like, I'm like, I don't put any pictures of me eating, I think. No, I don't. <clears throat> but yeah. I feel like uh, I get I get centered out. Like, oh, oh fat guy. Send him. <laughs> You're like, do you want to lose 90 pounds? No. Why? Like, no, leave me alone. Go away. But people, like, they use, like, I was getting back to what we are talking about. People use social media nowadays for everything. Mm-hmm. From promoting to selling shit. Like, you see all the shit, like, the cell phone cases. Like, I found out about that phone case that has the LEDs the, in the, the front. The LED? That for you to take selfies. I need that. You need that? My birthday's coming. You don't have that case? No. Gay. I know. My sister has it. 
Oh, and I so remember she showed me at the beach. Yeah. yeah, but you know that fucking case doesn't protect your screen from that's, nothing. That's the thing. I'm very big on that, of having cases that like protect. Just like a couple minutes ago, you dro- dropped your I know, because I took you my case had a heart off. Attack. I took my case off. I've had my outer case on my phone since I bought it. I always get my cases at like five and below. Trust me, they're only $5, and I never had a problem with them. Yeah. I've dropped them like 50 times. No, let me knock on wood. <laughs> I dropped them like so- so many times. Ah, he woke the dogs up. <laughs> Go to sleep. Anyway, so the um, those five below cases mess up your reception. You think so? I, I have always had. I I stopped buying five below because all those cases messed up my reception. I never had a problem. Well, aren't you fucking lucky? Yep. Anyway, so you ever sold products? Um, shoes. Uh, one of my friends, she mm-hmm. she did some stuff with shoes, so okay. I would help her sell shoes. All right. Like the Jordans every time they came out. Um, lip glosses, lipsticks. How did you get involved with that? Like, did you just what the lip glosses? Even the the shoes and all of that. They they came to you. You came to them, or the shoes they came to me, and I wanted to make money, so mm-hmm. might as well do what I can. And the lipsticks and lip glosses. Um, I just decided to sell them. Okay. But. So, is it like you found, obviously, these people, is there anybody that you actually, like, DM'd and said, hey, listen, I, I promote, I do this? None of that? Mm-mm. Okay. Do you know anybody that does that? Do you have any recommendation on somehow someone can get into something like that? I mean, I don't see a problem with DMing someone. Okay. Like, that's your way to get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. That always works. But I've never, like, DM'd anyone. I've always been promoting nonstop, so... Mm-hmm. If my team leaves this club, I go with them to the next club. So what team were you involved with? It was like a group of us. Okay. I started with them. and Anybody then, I know? No, I doubt it. I don't know if you know Hook. Like Captain Hook from No, DJ Hook. He's a DJ. He's actually uh, the reason I started promoting. Because he was a DJ at Rumor. Okay. So um, he's the one that like got me in there. And I've ever been I've been promoting ever since because of him. So shout out to Hook. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but shout out to Hook. <laughs> and leave Peter Pan alone. He did nothing to you. I'm done. That crocodile's going to eat you. Isn't that... Do you remember that? That's Captain Hook. No. Seriously. Mm. You, you don't know who Captain Hook is from Peter Pan? Oh. <laughs> you, she doesn't. She lied. It's okay. She lied. It's cool. But yeah. But yeah, DMing people will help. Um, Even commenting under their pictures. Like, ew, I'm trying to promote. Mm-hmm. But trust me, they will take anyone. So you've had plenty of experience in this. You really think that somebody could make an honest to God living out of it? Mm, only I would say only the people that actually run the clubs, like um I'm talking about from they, your standpoint. Oh, from promoting, promoting it. Um I mean I made good money, but not, not that much to say, oh, this is gonna be my only job. Mm-hmm. So you but the thing is, I was on only side. I was only promoting one. Usually, I would only do one day. Mm-hmm. But there's people that would do from Wednesday to Sunday. So they, you know, what I mean, they would make money. Okay. So it all depends where your the location, how many days you're promoting. You so know. now that we're getting on that, let's talk about some of the perks of that. I know you got in for free in places, obviously, mm-hmm. and you were able to give get a certain amount of people in yes. for free. What about bottles and shit like that? Bottles always at a discounted price. Did you ever get? Did you get them at cost or at a discount? Discount. Oh, cost would have been nice because the bottle will cost like twenty bucks, and they sell it to the people for a hundred. You probably pay like fifty or some shit. Yeah, it was always cheap. Mm-hmm. But um, another perk is like meeting the celebrities. That was always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever get the party with any of them? Mm-hmm. 
Like afterwards. Oh no, after. Oh, or they no. just did their thing and left. That's usually how it is. Um, I would say the only people I got to like party with was like the Taz Angels. Who's that? They're like these group of girls. Do you know like Hugh Hefner? So okay. there's this guy, his Taz. They, he has like these five girls living in his house in Miami. So he pretty much like they they promote themselves and they go to all these clubs and it's just. Is he dating all five chicks? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. He has five girlfriends at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't killed any of them? No. They actually have a Snapchat, too. And it's, it's all pretty, five it's of them pretty wild. Like, how wild? Like, pretty wild. Like, triple X wild? Yeah, pretty I'm, wild. I'm, you have well, to add them on Snapchat. I oh have them. But, um, yeah. So, it was, like, fun because they're just crazy people to party with. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you the video later. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. But, um... Since we've been talking about networking, I definitely want to say that, you know, um, shout out to to Elbow Earl, because he's been giving me a lot of tips about networking and what to do. And also, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's uh, posted my stuff on Twitter, Instagram, and all my guests, both Jennifer's and everybody else. (laughs) So I want to shout out a couple of podcasts that I've been listening to. Obviously, the, the ones that I first ever did a podcast with, the Podcast Brothers, they have a website. And they're great. They have released their podcast every Sunday. Make sure you check them out. I always promote them on Twitter. Their um, their uh, link is in my um, my Twitter at Kongong with Ron. And also the Real and Raw podcast. There are these two chicks. They are hilarious. I heard their episode. It was really good. And um, they're on my uh, SoundCloud SoundCloud.com slash. I think it's Real and Raw. I think is their. Uh, Code and then Arroz Chicken, he's pretty good. I've been listening to him. I don't know if you heard any of these. I've only listened to yours. You don't listen to you should definitely listen to some of these. They're really good. And the John Effect podcast. Shout out to him. He's really cool. They're all on my Twitter. I stay promoting them. And you know, definitely you're I'm gonna tag you in it. So, you know, everybody mm-hmm. make sure you go follow Jen. Yes. And give her a shout out and let her know that you uh you heard her on the podcast and what do you think? And everybody make sure you know you Promote me. Thanks for everything. Thank you, everyone, for the phone calls and the support. It's really appreciated. Now, let's get to the end. Who am I hitting with a VCR this week? I got a couple people on my list. So let me stop. Stop. I'm just kidding. Stop it. You're horrible. I was kidding. I was kidding. We can't hit everybody. We can't catch assault cases. But everybody knows there's a lot of racial tension in the in uh, right now and all the bullshit going on with the presidential debate. I try not to really get into the politics and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not. I really don't, but there's just, I could not let this one slide. Are you familiar with a guy who calls himself Joey Salads? No. Okay. This dumb fuck, he does um, pranks and social oh, experiments. Oh, okay. Does he wear the, the... The hat sometimes? Is it the one with the hat? Yeah, I don't know what you call it. I don't know what the fuck. He, he's a fucking jackass. Here's what he did. Is he, it the bomb prank? No, it's not the bomb prank. Oh, okay. It's the Trump prank. Okay, no, no, no. What okay. is that? So he said he was, quote unquote, doing a social experiment. Here's what he did. And this is like the kind of shit that will sell, sell, set off a fucking race war. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's kind of like how people make fun of certain fucked up situations. Like, some of it is funny, but some of it is like too soon. I'll give you an example. You remember the, the gorilla, Harabi? Mm-hmm. That Har- was Harambe? Harambe. Well, I'm glad you know his name. <laughs> 
Harambe, he was shot with the kid, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's like every meme of him picking up the kid. First of all, pick up your pants. And there's a lot of shit of people making fun of his mom. Like, how is the gorilla a better parent than them? That kind of shit. It, it's funny, but it's not funny when you're the parent. Mm-hmm. And then when that crocodile ate the kid. Oh, my God. That was oh, so Excuse sad. me, the alligator. Did you see the picture of the alligator cartoon holding the gun with tears in his eye looking at the picture of the gorilla? Say, I got you, dog. Never seen that? That's the kind of shit people make. Yeah, it, it's too far. You know, social media is fucked up. And sometimes it can be vicious. It's It has its moments. But this guy actually has a genuine following, a genuine network, and he has people that really, like, look up to what he's doing and, you know, shoot to be that level. And, you know, I can respect that, but you have to know when you cross the line. So here's what he did. He said, and I quote, that he took a car because it's all over the news how the black community doesn't support Trump and they have all these problems with Trump. So he took a car put it in a black community, put Trump insignias and shit all over it, oh and left it alone and said what happened. Then, later on in the video, a group of unidentified black guys come and beat the fuck out of the car. They break the glass, open the windows, blah, blah, blah. What he didn't realize is somebody in the building up on like the third or fourth floor was recording the whole thing. And while he's doing the intro... All the guys were paid to do it. So everybody knows that those pranks and mm-hmm. social experiments, shit like that, they're, a lot of them are fake. Yeah. Even when guys get punched in the face. Nobody's going to really go Tyrone. To the, yeah. Ex- oh, my God. I don't know how much of Tyrone is fake because that dude be... The, like, the... It always cuts off when he's about to fight with somebody. But the point is that these people were really legit about to fight. Like, um, excuse me. Really legitimately hit... Damn it, Angel. Stop snoring. They really legitimately destroyed this car. And then it just comes off as like, oh, um, everybody in the black community is mm-hmm. ignorant. Like, dude, like, yo, you're using your network, your social media to promote to make them racism, look worse. yeah, um, to promote separation amongst people. Like, I'd like to joke around, and people always say I'm racist because I say dumb shit because I have no filter. But I couldn't like let that shit go because mm-hmm. you're fucking, you're a fucking jackass, and yeah. you're you're part of the problem, not the solution. You can either choose Boy. to be with it, against it, or stay neutral. Mm-hmm. He's basically elevating it to another level. So he needs to get beat with a VCR. That sounds he, good. And with a fucking whole, like... And my pepper spray. The pepper... <laughs> so, yeah, you need to go fuck yourself, bro. You're, you're a fucking jackass for that. Like, that was very inconsiderate and selfish. But anyway, that's it for this episode of Concon with Ron. Shout out to Jen for coming through, and thank you, everybody. Thank you for having me. Deuces. I seen your girl post a BM. So I hear her in the DM. All eyes, yeah, I see him. Yeah, that's your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the DM. This podcast is rated F for fuck your feelings. If you're a tender chick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Kong with Ron. Today, shut up, Hazel. God damn it. Shut <laughs> fuck.